0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome, or good day, for wherever you are. It's time for another little podcast from me, Margaret Ann Lembo. I'm the author of The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing, The Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones, and much more. So if you want to know more about all my publications and Good things that I do. You can visit my two of my websites, thecrystalgarden.com and margaretnlembo.com. So welcome, welcome for the messages from the animal kingdom. And today, I'm going to talk about how you learn how to interpret when there are birds, insects, any kind of animal, reptile that may show up in your life that may be part of a message from the divine to help you become aware that messages come in all ways and forms. You know, I first learned about messages from the animal kingdom and understanding the, the language of nature from Ted Andrews. Ted Andrews wrote a lot of books, best-selling, amazing, amazing um, author, prolific. And his first book, or the book that I first worked with, is Animal Speak the spiritual and magical powers of creatures great and small. So I want to give a shout out to Ted Andrews, who is already on the other side. He's also the author that took me under his wing, no pun intended, to actually help me become published by Llewellyn Worldwide. He introduced me to them. So the reason I bring up Animal Speak is because you're going to be able to easily look up an animal, insect, bird, reptile, whatever it is, in the two books I like the most, Animal Speak and Animal Wise*. So you don't have to have all this memorized and know right away what an animal means. But if you don't have access to the book or books, you might find that if you just contemplate what is it about, what is it the actual habits of that animal? What What does that animal show you? So, for example, a snail, if you're, if you're looking at the website right now on Blog Talk Radio, you'll see I have a little meme up that shows you that, um, uh, I, I can't remember it exactly because I'm looking at a different page, but it's about like how a snail helps you to go within to know the answers, to, to step inside yourself, to take time for inner reflection to get answers. So if for some reason you keep coming upon snails over and over and over again, then then I would recommend that it's time to go inward. Seashells or ammonites, because I'm a gemstone woman, um, I would say an ammonite, which is a fossilized uh, snail, essentially like a nautilus, in the gemstone world would also be a sign or a symbol that it's time to go inside to know answers instead of looking outside and asking other people's opinions instead it's about going inside your own consciousness to know now in my book the essential guide to aromatherapy and vibrational healing if you go back in the back of the book to appendix d you'll find that i have animal totems and i do have it on my agenda to create another card deck. i have quite a few now four to be exact and so that it will be easy to connect with on a vibrational level which essential oils might be beneficial for certain things and which gemstones. So, for example, butterfly. I'm going to use butterfly as an example. The essential oils I have designated to match the vibration of butterfly is aniseed, melissa, which is lemon balm, and peppermint. So then, so that's from the back of the book on page 288 in The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing. So now I'm going to go to, let's say, peppermint in the book. So I'm literally in my own book looking up peppermint. And when I go to peppermint, I'm almost there, I find a whole lot of information, of course, but I also find out, What colors it vibrates to, what astrological signs and planets it's aligned with, what complementary flower essences may help you in that of using peppermint. But I also have the complementary gemstones for peppermint, which would therefore relate also to butterfly. So orbicular jasper. Orbicular jasper is a jasper that has orbs inside of it. And that is also a sign to look deep within yourself And um, an elestial crystal, you know, that has an angelic vibe to it, elestial crystals. So that would match with the vibration of a butterfly because a butterfly is about transforming and transmuting oneself. And so that would be very, very good. So now let me do dog because a lot of people are dog lovers, myself included. So dog or puppy, you know, the essential oils that would vibrationally match with dog or puppy is lavender essential oil. I'm talking about medical-grade essential oils, lavender, orange, and rosemary. And off the top of my head, I'm going to say rose quartz as a matching vibrational gemstone for a puppy. So I'm going to go over to lavender now in the book. And so you can do the same with your copy of The Essential Guide to Crystals, Minerals, and Stones. Uh, In this case, The Essential Guide to Aromatherapy and Vibrational Healing. I'm flipping pages to get to lavender and I, the two animals I have associated with lavender are kitten and puppy. So we're talking about baby, little babies. So in here, I do have, um, I don't even have rose quartz in here listed. So, so there, see, every time I, 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 I just use my intuition. In this case, you can see uh, I have angelite. Angelite is a good vibe for connecting with being peaceful and calm. Uh, Green moss agate for connecting with nature and allowing nature to nurture you. Kambamba jasper, have you ever seen that? Oh, man, it's very cool. It has orbs in it, much like orbicular jasper, so there's an orbicular nature to um, Kambamba jasper, but those orbs are made up of, okay, it's going to come to me, the green algae, made up of ancient algae, fossilized algae. Isn't that cool? So that's how I like to mix it up. So let's say elephant. Now I'm going to go into Ted Andrews' book. So as you can see, I don't commit everything to memory because, and that might be a nice pun here, (laughs) because I think elephants have good memory. I bet you anything that's part of it. But I'm going to go in here and take a look. Now, am I prepared to do this? Not necessarily. So I'm flipping through the book, looking for elephant medicine. Elephants, here it is. So elephant according to Ted Andrews book, Animal Speak, has the um, the keynote words are ancient power, strength, and royalty. And usually there's a part in now this is like two and two a little over two pages of information about elephant. Um but here I found it. So usually within the text, which in the within the content for each one of these animal totems, he'll list something that says something like, for those with an elephant totem, so whatever the animal is, for those with an elephant totem, working with incense and fragrant oils can be a powerful and effective tool. Huh, that's really cool. I did not know that. Aromatherapy should be studied and used. I think this is ironic because this wasn't pre-planned. Oils and fragrances will will enable you to shift your consciousness most effectively. So the sense of smell is strongly associated with this particular animal, elephants. Now, there's so much more about elephants. You know, elephants are connected with um, being um, like very much a village, really working together and taking care of their their, their little babies for each other, if uh, the mother isn't around, it's very much of a, a takes-a-village kind of a vibe. At least that's been my perception from the little bit I know about these animals. Now, why did I pick elephant? I want to share this with you. So for Christmas, my husband bought me a product, and their logo was elephant, and I happened to be using that box right here to lift up my cell phone so while I'm talking to you, I can have my phone a little bit closer. And I thought, okay, well, there's a sign. There's a symbol. I'll use this elephant as, as a, an animal pet. It shows up in various ways. You could be watching TV. It could be a, a logo on a box. And it could be the actual animal showing up. Hey, you know, a long time ago, pretty long time ago, we had a squirrel over by my store, the Crystal Garden. Oh, the Crystal Garden is in business, 28 and a half years. woo We opened in August of 88. And um, the squirrel would keep, it was like we called her Gladys, we gave her a name, and Marguerite, who was um, a dear friend, a coworker, and felt like a family member to me, she took care of Gladys. She always fed Gladys, and Gladys was around a long, long time. Even had babies, everything, and she, Lattice, would hang out on our front porch, on our front walkway. We have like a little walkway up to the store, and even put her little paws onto the door to look in when she was hungry. It was too cute for words. So, the message of squirrel at that point to me represented preparation, preparing for the future. One thing that people do is, they, what people do, one thing that squirrels do is they, they squirrel things away. They put things um, for and store them for the future. So, you know, this is maybe if squirrel keeps showing up in front of you on your path, it may be a message to say, huh, maybe there's something I need to do to get ready. So in my world, I live in South Florida, if a squirrel kept appearing around hurricane season, I would use that as a reminder, as a message to help me to remember, I need to prepare for this hurricane season. I need to get my basic hurricane supplies in. So you just apply it to your personal life. Now, if... um, I do have a snail on my front door, which is why I also brought up snails. So that's about going inside, maybe doing some prayer work. And I have had situations arise where I've observed situations that have been upsetting, have been bothersome, and um, instead of letting myself get overworked about it, which I thank goodness that I'm doing this, I've reminded myself that it's more important to maybe do some prayer work around it. So, if it's a person that's been upsetting or a situation with the person, I'll start praying for the highest and best good of that individual. Because I figure, ah, maybe they don't have anybody praying for them, and that's why they're acting out or showing up in front of me. So, snail can also be a reminder to do some kind of spiritual practice of inner reflection. I wanted to go back to that because I meant to mention that earlier. Let me think. So, um, I'll tell you about. Bunny, rabbits. So the reason I want to tell this is because when Ted Andrews spoke at my store, the Crystal Garden here in Boynton Beach, Florida, um, he did a wonderful presentation. I was so grateful and honored that he was there. And this was way before he he was um, my author mentor. Um, But one of the things that he shared during that talk, and one of the many things, was about rabbits. When rabbits appear in your life, or show up, and you see a rabbit, you you keep noticing it. It's a time to stop. It's a they're much, very much ref, uh, connected with the cycles of the moon, and because a, a little bunnies will pause or freeze, let's say freeze if they perceive that they've been seen they freeze so that they become somewhat invisible and hopefully blend into the background of wherever they are. Because if they're moving, then they become, you know, a free-for-all. Somebody can catch them or, unfortunately, do other things, whatever. So because they freeze and pause, and because they're also connected with the moon cycles because they're so fertile, it's aligned with the cycles of the feminine energy and the moon, it is often a reminder that whatever is heavy on your mind, whatever is a situation that might be going on in your life and you're trying to make a decision, it's often a reminder to stop, pause, and wait until a full 28 and a half days have gone by or close to that, meaning like don't take action, just pause, be with it, and let something unfold. Possum is even similar to that possums often play dead. They play dead because they don't want to be seen. So there are situations where you may not want to be seen, so you can call on possum medicine to help you in that regard. Well, I could probably go on and on and on about this, very much so, but in this case and in this moment, it's time for me to get on with the rest of my day. I hope you enjoyed what you've heard, and um, there's so much more to share in this regard, which is why more than likely you'll be seeing a publication in this regard from me in the not-too-distant future, probably within the next year or two. Well, thanks for listening, and if you have any questions, go over to um, my website. You can send me an email, and we'll go from there. Wishing you much love, many blessings, and uh, have a fabulous day. Thanks so much for listening.